Oh, my God. 
Transformers Ministries, a three-day program preparing us for 2021. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's begin to bless the name of the Lord for bringing us here. Let's thank the Lord as we begin this wonderful program. Let's tell the Lord to take over. Let's begin to bless the name of the Lord. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Bless him, bless him, bless him. He is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the mighty warrior in battle, the unchangeable changer, the one that was, that is, and that is to come. Just begin to bless his holy name. Mazoprakuta inkoladabaladaboshata. Jesus, take over, take over, take over the three-day program. Lord, as we start, Lord, start with us. Let your presence go with us. Your anointing, your power, your might, your love, your presence, your, your splendor, your majesty. Take over, take over, take over. Lord, we decree and we declare. We call upon the name. Take over, take over, take over, take over, take over, take over, take over. Take over this service, take over this three-day meeting. Just begin to bless the holy name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, the ancient of days, the King of kings, the lily of the valley, the rose of Sharon, the bright morning star. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank the name of the Lord for bringing you here. Begin to bless his holy name. Father, we thank you. King of glory, we thank you. Everlasting Father, we worship you. We thank you, Jesus. 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 Bless his holy name for bringing you to this year and allowing you to see the end of this year. Is not by your power, is not by your might, but by his grace. Begin to thank his holy name. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Everlasting Father, we worship you. 
Father, we bless your holy name. Bless the name of the Lord. Call in beautiful names. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. The Creator of the universe. The Master of all souls. The Orchestra of our salvation. The Orchestra of our lives. The Dictator of everything on earth and in heaven. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. 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 Remember when you shouted up in New Year this year, the Lord has preserved you to this particular time. It's not because you are better than those that are dead, but because of His mercy and His grace upon your life. Begin to bless His holy name. Bless His holy name. In Jesus' mighty name of prayer. Now I want you to begin to tell the Holy Spirit to baptize you with His blood. Tell the Holy Spirit to baptize you with His presence. As you go today, as you start this program, that the Lord should baptize you, should baptize you, should baptize you with fire. Father, baptize us, everyone under the sound of my voice. Baptize everyone under the sound of my voice. Baptize me as a minister. Baptize the people listening today. Baptize your family, Lord, that the word that will be spoken will bring forth life, will enrich souls. That will Lord Jesus will not speak according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now I want you to begin to ask the Lord that anything that will stand against your receiving today, the Lord should have mercy on you. Ask for mercy against any stumbling block against your receiving today. Ask the Lord for mercy. Ask the Lord for mercy. Lord, have mercy, Lord, on anything that will stand against our receiving today. Lord, have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, Lord. Have mercy upon your children. Have mercy upon our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Just begin to bless the name of the Lord. As just going to a short worship and praise. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. You are Alpha. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. We give you all, we give you all, we give you all, we give you all the glory. We worship you, our God. You are worthy to be praised. We give you all, we give you all, we give you all the glory. We worship you, our 
our God, you are worthy to be praised. That is why you are called Jehovah, Jehovah Nisi. That is why you are called Jehovah. What you say you will do, what you say you will do, that is what you will do, Jehovah, that is why you are called Jehovah, Jehovah, you are so good in our lives, Jehovah, Jehovah, you are so good. Jehovah, oh Jehovah, you are so good in Allah, Jehovah, you are so good. This mountain shall be removed in Jesus' name, this mountain shall be removed in Jesus' name. This mountain shall be removed in Jesus' name by my spirit. Praise the Lord. It's not by power, it's not by power, it's not by might, it's not by might. By my spirit, says the Lord, is not by power, is not by power, is not by power, is not by might, and I say by my spirit, says the Lord, this mountain, this mountain, must be removed. Oh, this mountain shall be removed in Jesus' name. This mountain shall be removed in Jesus' name by my spirit. Says the Lord, you are Lord. From beginning to the end, there's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You are God, you are God. From beginning to the end, there's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You are God. God, from beginning to the end, there's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. That is why you are called Jehovah, Jehovah Nisi. That is why you are called Jehovah. What you say you will do. What you say you will do, that is what you will do, Jehovah, that is why you are called 
Father, we thank you for a wonderful time in your presence. Jehovah Nisi, Elohim, Mekadishakem, the Almighty God and Everlasting Father, as we go into your word, open our understanding. Let your anointing fall upon us. Let your glory fall upon us. Lord, let us see a different perspective of you. For everyone under the sound of my voice. For the Bible says, come to me all who are laboring and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Lord, I pray that today, let your word, let your presence give us rest in all areas of our lives. For in Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. Somebody shout, Hallelujah. If you are happy to be here, shout a louder, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to the Transformers Ministries. I know we've not had um, some prayer meeting and um, Bible reading or Bible study for some time. But um, the Lord is helping us at this moment to be able to um, go deep into His Word and to open our understanding on the deep things of the Spirit. And um, I'm charging us that as we go into this Word of the Lord, that we open our Bibles, we take notes, and then we open our hearts for the Lord to invade us with His presence. It's a three-day program, and what we're going to do basically is to prepare us for the end of the year and the beginning of the new year, which is a new dispensation that the Lord would have us, you know, going to um, fully equipped. For the task that he wants to grant to us so um today um we'll be looking at preparation day one preparation day one and um, our text will be taken from the book of ephesians 5 verse 16 and let us take it from ephesians 5 verse 15 to 20 ephesians 5 verse 15 to 20 Ephesians 5 verse 15 to 20 and it says and I read so be careful of how you live don't live like fools but like those who are wise make the most of every opportunity of these evil days don't act thoughtlessly but understand what the Lord wants you to do don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life instead be filled with the Holy Spirit singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts and give thanks for everything God the Father to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ amen so we're looking at preparation now when we talk about preparation we're looking at giving ourselves the requisite or the important tools to be able to address the future now we want to be able to examine what the future holds for us by understanding the present times as a blueprint for what the future holds. 
Now, light that we use to reflect the path or the way. If you take a torchlight now and you want to see the the place or the or a place or the future or where you are going on a journey, you put on your torchlight. The light that is reflected comes from a source. The source is the present. The speed at which the light is to reach there is the future. And the more you begin to walk towards the future, the more you begin to get a guided path towards your destination. So, we want to be able to prepare us for the important life or the divine living that the Lord has assigned for us as believers. But the first thing we need to understand is, and the question that you need to ask yourself, what is the source of your living? What is the source of your living? Because the first prophecy I will give you of 2021 is that, is that 2021 is going to be a year that will challenge you based on the source of your living. So I'm asking you at this present time, what is the source of your living? Many a times I see a lot of people say, ah, okay, Pastor, don't worry, in 2020, the next year, in 2021, I'm going to change. I'll start my Bible, I'll read this, I'll do this, I won't commit this sin, I won't do all those things. Beloved, a lot of people have said all those things, but many people actually keep to their word. Many people keep to their word. Many people keep to their word. Why? Because they try to challenge a future source of living, but have not addressed the present source of living. For you to understand the future source of living, you need to examine where you are to be able to make amends, to look at where to improve. So my question to you is what is the source of your living? In other words, what is the source of your life? Ask that to yourself. But there are two sources of living and there are three that define it all. I know you always say, what does that mean? There are two sources of living and there are three sources that define it all. The first source of living is living in the light of God. Living in the light of God. Living in the light of God. The second source of living is living in the darkness of the devil. Living in the darkness of the devil. And the third source of living, which is attached to the second, is what? Is living by yourself with your own understanding and the wisdom of the world. Living by yourself with your own understanding and the wisdom of the world. I said there are two sources of living. Three defines it all because all the sources you can bring forth can only be put into two categories. Living in the light and living in the darkness. So you need to be able to know where your life begins to fall into place. If your life at the moment is living in the light, then you understand that, yes, you are fully equipped for the next task. If your life is living in the darkness, you know you need to be able to make amends so you can fully live and take advantage of the promises of God. Amen. Amen. Now, 2021 is going to be a year, like I said, a year whereby the year will challenge every single person based on their source of living. Based on their source of living. Based on their source of living. 
And what do I mean by their source of living? It means based on the fountain of which they receive life. Who gives you the source of life? Amen. Now, for us to understand our source of living, there are five categories or five different parameters we're going to use to determine the source of living. Now, the first one is seen from Ephesians 5 verse 15. It says, So be careful how you live. Be careful how you live. Be careful how you live. Why does the Bible, you know, whenever the Bible tells you something or asks you a question or gives you an advice, you want to be able to say it back to yourself and challenge yourself to bring forth an answer. Now, this is an advice by the Bible. It says, be careful how you live. What does it mean to be careful? That is taking full care of something. Being aware of something. Being um, cognizant of a situation allows you to be careful of something. That is, whenever the Bible is telling us to be, to be careful of how we live, there are three things we want to be able to bring forth now. Number one, be careful how much of care is required for this. Number two, it says how you live. So how? That is, there is a lifestyle. How means lifestyle. There's a lifestyle that the Bible requires from us. So be careful of the lifestyle and live is living, source of living. So be careful of the lifestyle that brings forth the source of your living. Now, you say, but how can you be, if you are living in the light, how can you be careful? Yes, even when you are living in the light, you need to be careful. The Bible says, God, what? Your salvation. Sorry, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. That is, even when you are saved, there's a need to keep on working it out. With fear and trembling means the, 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 the depth at which you need to be able to work out the salvation. That is, do not be overconfident in your flesh, but be, but be confident in the spirit. Be fear the Lord and what whenever he comes to you, what wear the garment of trembling. So when we when he's talking about be careful of how you live, he wants us to pay full attention on the way we live our lives and the source of our living. Why? Because the way you live your life determines the source of your living. The Bible makes us understand that, see, you cannot plant mango and get cassava. Also, if you are truly saying you're a child of God, your food must what must be a reflection of your source. So, the source of your living can be understood by the fruit in which you bear. So if the Lord's fruit is an apple and you are bringing forth plantain, and then there's a, there's a different, um, there's no sink. There's no sink as to the source of your living. 
So first of all, let me just bring forth, I would, I would demystify some myths for you. Even if you're a Christian, you are a Bible-believing Christian, you speak in tongues and things like that. Right? That does not mean, listen to me, that does not mean that your source of living or the way you live your life is in accordance to scripture. A lot of us leave church. We don't leave Christ. How you live your life depends on three things. An understanding of who you are in God. An understanding of who God is in you. An understanding of the purpose of God in you for you to dominate the world. With an eternal goal of heaven. An understanding of who you are in God. An understanding of God's role in you. An understanding also, number three, of God in you to dominate the world and to achieve what heavenly mandate. These three things are key things that you must look out for whenever you are determining your source of living. The problem with the body of Christ is that a lot of Christians live doctrinal essence. They live doctrines as opposed to living Christ. A lot of us live church politics, church culture, as opposed to living Christ. There are so many principles and nuances of the kingdom that you would actually cultivate as opposed to church rhetoric or church parlance that do not necessarily but not necessarily um, 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 help the body or so help the spirit achieve the divine mandate. So there are Christian living that are not synonymous with biblical living. For example, I want to ask you this. When last do you intercede for somebody? When last do you pray for somebody? When last do you give? When last did you sit down? Not warfare prayer, not this, but to sit down to do Bible study. When last did you wake up to ask God, God, how are you? Good morning, sir. How are you doing? What is the agenda for the world for today? When last did you take a time to be able to seek the face of the Lord for your nation, for the world, and to understand deep the biblical mysteries? We are so overwhelmed with so many programs, so many meetings, this meeting, that meeting, that one, this online, everyone is doing program that we fail to understand that the real thing we need to challenge is the source of our living. We are, an, we are a prayerfully obsessed generation, but biblically deficient living generation. Obsessed with prayer. Biblically deficient in living. You can write that down. So it's very, very important that we are careful of how we live our lives. 
2021 you see i was telling somebody something and this god had given me the revelation um the prophecy for 2021 um a long time ago he said something that's on he said 2021 will be a year of judgment said judgment how he said a lot of people don't understand the leeway the um the space in which God had given to us in 2020. What God gave to us in 2020 was an outburst of different online ministries to be able to meet our needs. But above all, or most importantly, what God was doing for us was to give us time to prepare for the next year. God gave a lot of people second chance. He gave us the requisite time to be able to to go deep in the word of God and to feel our barrier eye for us to be able to prepare for the next realms of glory that is anyone that did not take advantage of 2020 had lost or has lost why because the prayers you pray this year are prayers that will keep for the next 50 years so next year is going to be a year of judgment judgment whereby god will be very strict the moment you call yourself a believer, the threshold of the word in you, the depth of the spirit in you will be highly tested. So, it's not too late for you to begin to chew on the word of God and bury yourself in the place of prayer. Shout hallelujah. So let's go back. Like I explained, there's a difference between biblical living and Christian living. Biblical living is living solely depending on God as a source. While Christian living can be divided into two. The first is related to biblical living. The second is related to living based on church culture and church principles. Someone that is Anglican can call in and say, you can, you're a Pentecostal, can you, you know, come for a program and you're like, you can say, me? No, 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 Anglicans don't pray well. No, no, they don't have to pray. Those ones are just about, you know, yeah, solemn, blah, blah, blah. And you begin to condemn the same body of Christ that you belong to. That's not biblical living. That's church living. You are engrossed by, by biased church culture that is blinding your eyes to understand the real biblical living. You need to understand the bigger picture of what the Lord is doing in our generation. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Number two. The second thing that we need to look at to understand the source of our living is what? The difference between living like a fool and living like a wise man. Ephesians 5.15 the big passage don't live like fools, but live like those who are wise. Live like those who are wise. To understand what it means to live in a wise way, we need to look at Proverbs 2, verse 1 to 5. Proverbs 2, verse 1 to 5. Can I open your Bibles there? Just want to just take us through that word briefly. And it says, My child, listen to what I say. And treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom 
and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasure. Then you understand what it means to fear the Lord and you will gain knowledge of God. Amen. You will gain knowledge of God. You will gain knowledge of God. Now, for us to understand what it means to live like a wise man or to live in a life of wisdom, the first thing we need to do is to tune our ears to wisdom. Tune our ears to wisdom. And you ask me, how can you tune your ears to wisdom to know what wisdom is? Tuning your ears to wisdom means tuning your ears to the things of the God, to things of the Spirit. Tuning your ears to the dictates of Scripture. Scripture-filled living is wisdom-filled living. So, to tune your ear means what is to what? To be able to bring forth your inner ears and your outer ears towards the full dictates of what the Lord has designated in His Word for our life and for our living. That's the first thing. The second thing is to concentrate on understanding. Concentrate on understanding. How can you concentrate on understanding? Now we need to understand what's the, what, what does understanding mean? Understanding is the divine ability to be able to crunch knowledge to meet wisdom. Do you get what I'm talking about? Understanding is the divine ability to be able to crunch knowledge to meet wisdom. Understanding allows knowledge to bring forth meaning. Whenever you take knowledge and take meaning out of it and apply the meaning, what? You are in the path of understanding. So see knowledge as the book. You've gotten knowledge. You are reading it. You can read that book and not even know what it means. Someone can say, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And can read that. And the only thing he sees there is just the letter. Doesn't get the spirit, the spirit filled meaning. So, knowledge brings forth the letter, the, the plethora of the letter. Understanding crunch the letter and then from understanding, life begins to flow. Now, the moment the life begins to flow and you see the life, you begin to what? You begin to enter the life and activate the life. You are walking already what? In the path of what? In the path of wisdom. So, one can say that wisdom is the divine application of biblical understanding or divine understanding. So, we need to get that settled. So, concentrate on understanding. That is, don't just be in already, I've read my Bible, blah, 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 blah. The way to get understanding when you study your Bible is to meditate. The moment you begin to meditate on the word of God after studying your Bible and then you begin to get meaning from it, life begins to build in you. You begin to grow in the lips of the spirit. Something begins to drum in your life and something begins to grow in your life. Many of us take the seed of knowledge by the word of God. We plant it on the ground of the spirit. We never wait for it to germinate. When it germinates, we are done. 
Read the Bible and pray. Father, thank you for Jesus and pray. Amen. I run away. Bam. The understanding that should have grown to meet up the fruit of wisdom is nowhere to be gotten. So many of us are good in the art of planting. We are failed in the art of harvesting. Why? Because of what? The lack of understanding of what? Of the essence of meditation as a pathway to what? Deep biblical understanding. So we need that. So when you read your Bible, you want to be able to meditate, to understand the soul words of God. You ask God questions. You can spend one hour on a line asking him and probing him. And listen, when you begin to probe him on those things, the Holy Spirit that has been there to teach us all things. Listen, he said he will teach us all things. Meaning, he will give us understanding and what he will give us the path for wisdom. Amen. So, we need to do that. The third thing is to cry out for insight. What is insight? Insight is what is the ability to be able to know hidden things. Is the ability to be able to know hidden things. Insight is an offshoot of prophecy. Is an offshoot of one of knowledge. Is in the same category. You see, you have a lot of prophets that are not even that have been blessed spiritually. But they don't function in the body of Christ. They love a promise like that. Why? Because God has given them insight to solve the problems of the generation. The difference between you and Elon Musk is that the man that God has blessed that seeks to understand insight. Insight based on the knowledge that he has been given to by the divine God and then through that knowledge he's been able to understand, get insight into the problems of man. Men that rule the world are men that get insight into the things of the world and things of the spirit. Adadiadeboye has insight. Olukoya has insight. Kumuyi has insight. These men have been given divine insight into the realms of the spirit. What made Daniel stand out among other people and him and his brethren stand out is because they had insight into the principle of defilement. They understood that there are things that can defile you that are not just sex alone. Other things can defile you that each that reach your stomach, e.g. food. They knew that then. They did not want to be defiled by the king's portion. That is insight. Moses was given insight that when he was walking towards the sea, they said, you are mad. How can you walk there? You want to die. They did not believe because even if they knew there was a God that could do wonders, they saw the pillar of cloud. They did not have insight into the different realms that God could function. Hence, they did not have the belief system. The, is, the Egyptians did not have insight. If they had insight, they said the man that was able to bring forth ills and kill all our firstborn can even do worse. So when they saw Moses in the path of the, path in the Red Sea, they did not have the divine insight to know uh, that is danger. 
Insight is the ability to navigate the future. So, you want to watch to ask God for insight. Ask God for revelation. Ask Him questions. Ask Him on how do you become a solution to your generation. You need to have that insight. And that way, the only way is to understand the source of your living. The fourth one is searching. 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 Searching for things. Searching for everything. Searching for wisdom, for knowledge and understanding like silver. A lot of you went through this year and not even read more than two books. Whereas there are people that are reading one book per week. A lot of people went through this and they never finished the Bible. Although I don't think the guarantee for your Christian journey is finishing the Bible in one year. You can finish it in two years if God lives in your spirit. It's not how fast, it's how well. So I don't want to make you feel like pressure. No, no, no. It's a lot of people not reading their Bible consistently. You only search for God when there's a problem. Whereas you can actually even have him inside of you to avoid the problem in the first place. So insight is very key. The fifth one is seeking for hidden treasures. How do you seek for hidden treasures? You seek for hidden treasures by doing something that others don't want to do. Going to places others are scared to go. Taking the step that others are unwilling to take. Being the best in your class or being the best at the place of work is not hard. It just means you need to do what others are not doing. When others are deciding to close by four and they go back home to sleep, you are going back home. You find time in the middle of the night to prepare for tomorrow, to study more for the task. When your friend are reading three hours for a test and you want to get time to what they're getting, you read for ten hours. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved. Approved for what? Approved for glory. So, you must study to the point that you are approved. But notice there's a middle word there. Showing. Showing who? Showing God. Showing yourself. And showing the stakeholders at that point in time. If I'm a lecturer and then I want to mark your script. Don't show me by just prayer. Say, ah, sir, <laughs> hello, sir. I read, oh, I read, oh, it's the devil. But believe me, I read, I'm a child of God, sir. I don't want you to show me that way. That does not concern that particular issue at that point in time. Pray already, yes, but study too. Why? Because it's through the studying and the result of the studying that you can show me that what you'll be approved for the great. Same thing for the word divine issues you cannot ask God to show you revelation or realms of the spirit where you are limiting yourself to what to a specific some people that only read one book of the bible John some is only Psalm some is only Proverbs then you only see Proverbs like revelation if you are reading Psalm you only see Psalm like revelation but if you are reading this word of God as a book that encompasses the spirit 
of the Lord. You will see the Spirit of the Lord in the unfiltered form. So seek for hidden treasures. If you are a fashion designer, seek for hidden treasures. Do things others are scared to do. Go the path others are scared to go. Go online. Advertise your products online. Design with the best designs. Be able to go to school. Learn something on YouTube. Go. Just improve on the wealth of knowledge that God has already designed for you. See, oil is not found on the surface except for minority situations. Majority of the oil we get are deep underground. The deeper we go into the crust of the earth, the more we find precious metals. I was watching a documentary yesterday night about the moon and the numerous titanium and different plutonium enrichments in the moon. Gold, silver, everything. A lot of resources found on the moon. Hidden treasures. Character also. Character also. Character also. Your character is something that you need to be able to work on. Why? It is an hidden treasure. Your lifestyle, your health, your body, all these things are hidden treasures. If you want to achieve something, you do what everyone cannot do. Being a Christian is not a license to be lazy. Praying is not a license to be lax. The foremost believers that brought forth the reformation were men of cerebral capacity. One of the three top fathers in the faith, or four. If you're looking at Oedepokumi, these men are men with a deep knowledge of things. They are skilled in all manner of things. Eden treasures. You need to ask God, what is my Eden treasure that I will need to dominate 2021? Find it out. You want to start that online program? Do it. You are scared nobody will attend. Start. God will bring people. You want to learn how to sow? Start it today. God will teach you. You want to go abroad? Begin to look into it. Go on to study abroad. Look into it. Begin to plan. Ask questions. Do research. Save money. Back it up with prayers. As long as there's God that is leading you, is a respecter of no man, but is a respecter of his principles. He says he honors his word more than his name. His word is what we are listening to. It's what we are reading right now. And his word says, search for hidden treasures. The source of wisdom is God. Wisdom is key to understand biblical living. 
the third part and the final one for today will continue on the third day is that you should make the most of the opportunity in these evil days. That's the third part. We have five big parts. The third point that we want to look at is to make the most of the opportunity in these evil days. 2020 is still not done. It's not an excuse for you to be lax. Plan for what you want ahead. Have a good goal. Five-year goals, 10-year goals, 15-year goals. Plan. Plan according to the foundation and dictate that God has given to you. Since write down the vision so low that a seed can run with it. What are you running with? There are three people that run in life. Number one, there are those that run with the dream that God has given to them and the dream that they've allowed themselves to dream. Number two, there are those that run with the dreams of others. And number three, there are those that run with the dream of the vacuum. That is, they have no dream. They run with the time and the trend of the world. They are swayed by the wind. Thus, have no capacity to be able to plan or walk or move in the path of glory. You see, listen to and read all the parables that Jesus was telling us. God does not tolerate laxity. Being lax is something he hates. God will never cheat. You ask me, oh, why is that unbeliever the person getting the first class? It's because he read the most. And God blessed the hard work. They don't know his name. They understood his principles. Many a times we try to use prayer to bribe God. Listen, there's a room for divine, um, the divine work of God. Don't get me wrong. There is that room. But one of the biggest divine work is the ability for us to be able to what to do things that others cannot do. To establish things that others cannot establish. Make the most of every opportunity you have. Opportunity to pray, to fast, make the most of it. Opportunity for Bible study, make the most of it. A time will come whereby you will not have that time to study the Bible the way you have time to do now. When you have three, four kids, when you have two kids, when you have one husband, when you have one wife, when you have this, when you have that, when you have all these responsibilities, you have work, you have business, is it then that you sit down and study by for six, seven, eight hours? Why you want to go to Genesis? Someone saying, Mommy, don't, mommy, 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 I want it. I want. They are fighting. God, now help you. You have three plates. That's the end. Three of them are beginning to gang up against you if you are the husband plus the wife making four. They take your time. And the beauty that God understands. At that point, it's not a matter of how long. It's a matter of how well and how deep. So you are going to rely on the foundational source of living that you took in your youth. See, the prayers you prayed in 2020 will last for 20 years, 30 years, 40, 50, 60. All the videos, the Bible study are things that will be necessary. 2020 is another year 
the first half again, God is going to give us an opportunity to be able to what to continue the realms of prayers and fasting and the word, and you need to be able to tap into it. Because the day is evil does not mean opportunity cease. Zoom, the platform, the shares of Zoom soared higher the moment there was a lockdown. A lot of people were able to understand new realms of business during the lockdown. Home delivery increased during the lockdown. Yes, opportunity seized for some, but then he also gave them the ability to be able to transform. Man was created as an as a being. Yes, that might not evolve in the body, but involves in the mentality and the soul. Your soul must grasp for higher things, must take every opportunity to develop. I would ask you this. What is your target for the next year? On Wednesday, I would give us the blueprint that the Lord has revealed to me for the next year. And I want you to understand this fundamental principle. Opportunity wasted is a lifetime of resources wasted. Take every opportunity given to you because the source of living that is living through God, the Spirit of God, is a life that takes all opportunities. So this is the first part of our program today. We'll be coming back tomorrow by 8. And then on Wednesday, I would conclude by 8 p.m. On Wednesday by 8 p.m., invite your friends and bring one anointing oil and one water and one mantle. So three things, anointing oil, bottle of water and mantle. Also write down 40 prayer requests. And the 40 prayer requests, I'm going to pray on it for, we're going to have a 40 day program in January. So the 40 prayer requests is essential. For each day, we'll trash out one prayer point and you'll see the Lord bring forth result throughout the, the year. So we're going to have a 40 day continuous prayer program every night, every day for 40 days at the beginning of the year. May the Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. So please, the words that have been spoken today, take it seriously. In Jesus' mighty name, we've learned. Now, I want us to just go into prayers. We have three prayer points to pray. And then I'll pray for you. And then we call it a night. Begin to bless the name of the Lord for all the things you've learned today. Begin to thank the Lord. Is a king of kings, the lord of lords, the mighty warrior in battle, the ancient of days, the bright morning star. Bless his holy name. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him for all the things you've learned today. That these words will bring forth life in your in your heart and you will not lack anything. That these words will not stand against you on the day of judgment. In Jesus' mighty name of prayer. Take this first prayer point like this and I want you to lay your right hand on your head. 
See, every opportunity I've missed in 2020, yeah, the word of the Lord be released to me in the name of Jesus. Every opportunity I have missed in 2020, yeah, the word of the Lord be released to me, 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 be released to me. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. You will pray the second prayer point like this. Lord says you add three more. So I'm going to pray six prayer points and then I'll pray for you making this one. You will shout this loud and clear. Say, close doors shut against me this year. Yeah, the word of the Lord. Open by fire in the name of Jesus. All the closed doors shut against you this year. Yeah, the word of the Lord. Open by fire. Open by fire. Open, 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 by fire, open, by fire, open, by fire, open, by fire, open, 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 Open by fire, open by fire, open by fire, open by fire, open by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. You will pray this dead prayer point loud and clear. You will pray like a wounded lion. Say, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? Arise and baptize my head with fire in the name of Jesus. Where is the Lord God of Elijah? Arise, baptize your head, baptize your life. Baptize your head, baptize your life with fire. Baptize them 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 with fire. Baptize them. Baptize them. Baptize them with fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. You will pray this first prayer point loud and clear. You will lay your hands on your stomach. Say this like a wounded lion. Say anything in my body. Resisting full revelation of God. Come out in the name of Jesus. Anything in my body resisting the full revelation of God. Come out. Come out. Come out. By fire. 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 Come out. 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 In Jesus' mighty name of prayer. You will pray this loud and clear. Say, oh God, my father, reveal to me hidden treasures that will turn my life around for benefits, for your glory. In the name of Jesus, oh God, my father, reveal to us hidden treasures that will turn our lives around for your benefit and for your glory. In the name of Jesus, oh God, our father, reveal to us hidden treasures that will turn our lives around for your benefit and for your glory. Reveal to us, reveal to us, reveal to us, 
Review to us. Review to us. Review to us. Review to us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Finally, you will pray like that. Say, every ancestral limitation assigned against my divine destination. You are a liar. We break you in the name of Jesus. Be broken by fire. Break by fire. Break by fire. Every ancestral limitation assigned against your destination. Be broken. Be broken. Be broken. Be broken. Be broken. Be broken by fire. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name of prayer. I pray for you. Let your amen be loud and clear. Raise out your two hands. Shed out your two hands right now. I decree and I declare that the angels that the Lord has released for this program begin to drop divine gifts upon the hand of everyone under the sound of my voice today in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree for those of you that have had closed eyes, let your eyes be opened by fire in the name of Jesus. Every divine cataract that I that is limiting your, your divine vision, I command to catch fire in the name of Jesus. I decree that your 2021 will be a million fold better than your 2020 in the name of Jesus. You will not have any cause to bury any member of any member of family. I decree they will not bury you. You will not have any customer service with any coffee seller in the mighty name of Jesus. Your head is highly lifted up. It is well with you. Divine dreams and divine revelations is your portion. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Let us share the grace of fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now forever. Amen. Surely, God's grace and mercy are full of us all days of our lives, and we are dwelling in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. For what God has done, shout seven powerful hallelujah. 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 God bless you. Don't forget tomorrow by 8 p.m. Come again. We would love to see you. God bless you in Jesus' name.